that's what I loved about tapping was just, it gives you a resource to finally be able to deal with some of that so that it doesn't keep overwhelming you. And so it doesn't Mm. impact you in a negative way. You don't have to carry these burdens with you. You can find a way to release them and let them go and leave them behind so that you can move on, have a healthier emotional relationship, have a better relationship with yourself, and then therefore better relationships with everyone else. Hello, my love, and welcome to the Boldly Courageous podcast. My name is Melissa Martin. I am a business and embodiment coach and creator of the Boldly Courageous community. Just like you, I've walked through some dark seasons in life, and I know what it's like to start over again and write a new story. This podcast is here to activate you, to show you what's possible when you embody your power and walk with courage and fear in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Each week, you will hear authentic conversations with thought leaders and visionaries as we dive deep into topics such as spirituality, business, money, relationships, sexuality, and so much more so that you can fully embody your boldly courageous self. Are you ready? Let's drop in. Hey, real quick before we dive into the episode, I need to let you know about something really, really special to me. So if you're anything like me and you've had this calling on your heart to start a podcast, but you have no idea where to start, I want to introduce you to the incredible team that I have worked with literally from day one of launching Boldly Courageous over at Podcast Co. They have just released a self-paced course called Launch Your Fucking Podcast. This program will literally take you through step-by-step of launching your podcast from start to finish. You will learn everything about how to create and find the foundation and mission of your podcast, how to come up with the perfect name, get super clear on your audience and the structure of your show. Also, you will learn how to record, how to produce, how to edit, and also hosting, music, creating the perfect cover, and building a successful launch strategy. Basically, by the end of the program, you will have launched a podcast that feels authentic and expansive to you, labeling you as the expert that is ready to impact and grow your audience in whatever phase of life they may be at. So all you have to do is go to the link in the show notes, use code boldly courageous at checkout, and you will get a hundred dollars off the launch your fucking podcast course. So now let's jump into the episode. Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous podcast. As always, it is such an honor to have you here with me today. And my guest today is an incredible woman who came to me through my group coaching program, which is called Excel. And what really struck me about this woman when we first met was truly her willingness to go to the depths of the most deepest, darkest places of her life. And you're going to hear in this episode, she talks about navigating through divorce and dating and the process of self-love and really going through the rock bottom moments and really stepping into living her boldly courageous life. And through this process, she uncovered a resource, a modality of wellness called tapping. And tapping is another word for emotional freedom technique or EFT. And 
EFT is something that I personally have been super curious about. So you'll hear in the episode, Amanda walks us through exactly what it is, how it works, how you can use it, the major shifts that she's had in her life. We dive deep on really calling in love, cultivating an environment of self-love for yourself. We talk about setting up boundaries. We talk about dating. We talk about tapping into all of the things that just light your soul on fire. So this episode is really one part educational around this beautiful modality of tapping, but it's another part of really just getting into what it looks like when you're on that journey of loving yourself and moving through the dark spaces to find the light and living a boldly courageous life. My guest today is Amanda Buse, and Amanda is a certified holistic health coach with a background in functional medicine. She runs a multi-million dollar business partnered with a vegan, anti-aging hair care and skincare company and mentors other women to build their own businesses with this brand on Instagram. Amanda discovered emotional freedom technique, otherwise known as EFT tapping after her divorce in 2020, and she became certified with the McDonald manifestation method. You can join Amanda in her free tapping Facebook group called Love Taps to experience the emotional freedom that EFT brings and connect with a like-minded community. Amanda lives near Philadelphia with her cat, Lila, in a brand new home that she recently built. I freaking loved this conversation. I'm so excited for you to hear it. Let's drop in. Amanda, I am so grateful that you are here. And I love that you're you're wearing a sweatshirt right now that says gratitude. And my heart is just like expanding that we get to really drop in and, and have this conversation um, because I know we're in similar places in life. And it's been so incredible to watch you over the past year just really step in and own your authenticity, your gifts, just exploring all these different dynamics of your personality and the things that really light your soul on fire. And it's, it's, it's radiating through the work that you do. So I'm honored to have you here and welcome to the show. Thanks, Melissa. I am so grateful to be here. Of course, it's always so much fun to hang out with you and be in your energy. And I appreciate you so much. So, what is one boldly courageous thing you've done recently? <laughs> um, definitely the most boldly courageous thing I think that I have done recently is starting my own um, tapping business, an EFT tapping business. Mm, so I love this. So, but you're already an entrepreneur, right? So this is a this is a brand new venture for you. Yes, I've actually been an entrepreneur since like 2015. And I started out as a health coach, um, worked with people and studied functional medicine. And then I kind of dove into an MLM business, which I am also still running. And I just with everything that has been going on in the world the last two years, everything I've experienced personally, um, I found tapping and kind of fell in love. And I really feel very strongly the need to share that with other people. Mm. So tapping for those that don't know is short for, or as another word for EFT or emotional freedom technique, correct? Yes. Okay. So for those that maybe have never heard of tapping, can you fill fill us in a little bit on what it is, what it does and go from there? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, the, I would just first say that there are different methods of tapping. So if you're somebody who's ever tried it, um, uh, I definitely, have found a very unique method of tapping, which is just um, using talk therapy. So you say words out loud. Um, sometimes they're affirmations. 
Um, but you're going to speak things aloud while you tap on the meridian energy points in your body. Um, and kind of the way that acupuncture works, um, you know, tapping into those energy points, but instead of using needles, um, this is a lot more simple where you're just, um, using acupressure to tap into those points. And it's very powerful. It's a very deep tool in order to work with your subconscious. We don't realize how much of our subconscious brain is really ruling our worlds and the actions that we do or don't take. Mm. This is such powerful work. I remember, I think my first time, I'm trying to remember like my first time uh, coming in contact with tapping. And I know that I've witnessed it through doing different somatic practices. I think I read a book. um, It was either The Universe Has Your Back or Judgment Detox by Gabby Bernstein. And she talked about tapping. And for me personally, intuitively, I've been wanting, I've been called to it more. Like I've been wanting to tap, (laughs) tap into emotional freedom technique because I've seen how powerful it can be. So I'm curious, what was maybe your introduction to it? What really got you going on this path? Well, so because there wasn't already enough craziness in the world in 2020, I went through a divorce um, and I built myself a brand new house. And it was just a really overwhelming year for me. And I started doing some tapping on YouTube and I didn't really feel like it was super effective. That was just like me getting into it a little bit. And then I came across a woman um, from Canada who really had a unique method Um, And I really fell in love with her method so that I got certified kind of just to help myself process the emotions um, from everything that was going on in the world to handling the emotions from my divorce just for my own personal health. And it's just really compelled me that the amount of growth and change and benefits that I've seen personally and other people that I went through the program with, I just, I felt so compelled to share it because I know there are so many men and women out there who can really benefit from it. Mm. I love that you found it on YouTube because it's so interesting. Like, I think we can get stuck in our own way and wonder like, well, how we always get, we get stuck in the how, right. And we like, I feel like you could get a master's degree on YouTube because there's so much information out there. So, you know, for the listeners, like, I hope you're paying attention to that little nugget of like one little curiosity can lead to one little breadcrumb, which can lead to one more thing. And it's like, you follow the trail. I think about so many of the coaches or mentors that I've worked with that I've found by listening to, I got a download to listen to this podcast. And then I met this person who introduced me to this thing. And then I saw this link and I saw this and it's, you know, it's like following the breadcrumbs. Right. So, okay. So you got divorced in 2020 we go into this shutdown, you're building a brand new house, life feels like chaos for you. And you get introduced to this incredible technique called tapping that helps, you know, you shift your, your energy and your thoughts and your frequencies and your vibration. What would you say was the biggest breakthrough that you had, or maybe what was the most challenging shift that you needed to go through? Maybe you're still going through it now that tapping really helped you to transform? I mean, there's, there's definitely several, but I think the biggest transformation that I have had is with myself. Um, because I really feel like our relationship to ourself bleeds into every single little thing that we do. And I, I would have said that I was in a very healthy place in a relationship with myself, but then sometimes we don't know what we don't know. 
And so this just really taught me that there was a whole nother level of learning to love myself after the divorce, learning to Mm -hmm. just learning things I didn't know before things about behavioral patterns that I had, how I ended up getting married to the person I married, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, as I went down that rabbit hole of kind of discovering those things about myself, tapping really allowed me to fully express the emotions that I was feeling without guilt and shame. I feel like Mm. as Americans, especially we tend to stuff our emotions down in an effort to, you know, blaze through and just try to get through something. And those emotions will come back to haunt you later on if you don't deal with them. And I don't think anywhere in our entire life, we are ever taught how to process our emotions. Mm -mm. No. No, I love that. I think it's so powerful when you can bring that awareness to the things that are, you know, the subconscious or whatever is kind of running the show and give it a, a like a safe space, right? You create that safe space to allow yourself to feel. So was there like a particular ritual or process or how did you, how did you start navigating all that? Cause I would imagine like once you, I would imagine it feels like Pandora's box, right? Cause I know for a lot of women that, you know, listen to the podcast or that, you know, I work with, or even for myself, it's like, you think you have one thing, you know, you're focusing on one thing and you open the box and you're like, Oh my God, all of this stuff is here that I need to look at. So how do you, like, what was that? What was that process like for you? How did you kind of walk through that? You know what? And tapping is perfect for that because sometimes we'll start tapping on a particular topic and it leads us down a completely different path because that's really what has been going on underneath all of the layers. Um, So what you just said is so true. And it's not a scary thing because it actually gives you a way to feel more in control of your emotions or just feel like you can handle them rather than them being so overwhelming Mm. and just like, feeling out of control because you feel so emotional or you feel so overwhelmed because you don't know what to do with the emotions or because you feel like you shouldn't feel a certain way. Oh, well, I shouldn't feel this way, but I do, but I'm now blaming myself and making myself bad because I do feel that way. Mm -hmm. Um, We kind of through tapping, just allow ourselves and give ourselves the freedom. That's why it's the emotional freedom technique to really acknowledge our feelings so that we don't stay stuck in them because Like I said, my background is in health coaching, and I just really feel that at the heart of disease, any disease and all disease is just these stored negative emotions in our body. It's the reason that somebody might come across a bacteria, a pathogen, something that they're exposed to someone else being sick or whatever. One person can get sick and the other person won't get sick. And it's because your level of stress and the way that you are dealing with your emotions is really going to make a big impact on your immune system and whether or not your body can handle the things that it comes into contact with. Mm. It makes such total sense, right? Because we're all energetic bodies, right? And so we're vibrating at different frequencies. And if we're constantly vibrating in the frequency of anger or fear or guilt or shame, then we are opening ourselves up to more of that or lower frequency energies in our, in our environment. So, you know, sickness, disease, things like that. And to your point, I feel like with everything that's been going on in the world, these last couple of years, there's so much fear and stress and worry, I think being promoted. And it's just, I think at this point we're overloaded with that. And that's what I loved about tapping was just, it gives you a resource to finally be able to deal with some of that so that it doesn't keep 
overwhelming you. And so it doesn't mm. impact you in a negative way. You don't have to carry these burdens with you. Um, you can find a way to release them and let them go and leave them behind so that you can move on, have a healthier emotional relationship, um, have a better relationship with yourself, and then therefore better relationships with everyone else. It's so beautiful. So I'm curious with tapping, is this a process that you would say is more um, like on the reactionary side, meaning like I'm in a stressful situation or I'm dealing with something that I can't seem to move past. And so let me use tapping as a tool to aid me in that. Or, and is it something that's more proactive, meaning it's, it's kind of a, a daily maintenance ritual, something that you do every day, you know, um, getting into a higher vibe state. So like on one side, I would say, oh, I have a problem I want to solve. But on the other side of like, I want to maybe manifest or I want to like call something in. So how can you kind of walk me through that? I think that's the beauty of it is that it can help with all of those things. And I do highly recommend people that are serious about using it to change their lives. Like you're saying to manifest new things or to create new habits. I mean, tapping has been known to help with all kinds of health things, whether it's weight loss, breaking a habit like smoking or, you know, certain addictions, addicting to chocolate or sugar or whatever that would be. Um, you know, so it can help with certain things like that. But also, I really made it a point to make tapping a daily habit of mine. And I think that's what enabled me to get such amazing results so quickly, because that's kind of what is the magic of tapping is that you can really manifest so quickly, you can make these changes so quickly, things that you have struggled with for years or decades are finally simplified um, for you in a way that you can finally get the results that you want. So it's both. It's great to have it as more of a routine, a tool that you can use, but also for something that if you know there's something that you're struggling with or that you're going through, you can also turn to that tool in that time and use it as well. Mm. I love this because it's all about having tools, right? And just kind of layering those tools in and using them when you, when you feel called to, like, I love meditation and journaling. I love breath work. I love, um, I'm, I'm recently getting back into yin yoga and some more movement-based practices. And I think it's so important for us to have these anchor points that we can come home to or come back to, but like, it doesn't have to be an everyday thing, right? It's a really about having the tool in your toolbox and trusting your intuition to say, okay, today, what my body really wants is movement or today I'm really feeling called to do this, this tapping. But I know in the very beginning, it can be challenging to kind of get into a routine. So what would you say for the brand new person that maybe has never done tapping before? Um, what would be a good sort of way to start? Would it be through like with meditation? Would it be a daily practice multiple times a day? Like what's kind of the, what's kind of the good way to, to get started? get started trying to incorporate it into your daily routine somehow. And so um, I don't know if I can say this here. So I you can say whatever you want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's actually something that I have created is a 60 second morning tapping affirmation that Ooh. you can include into your morning routine. Everybody can find 60 seconds in their day. Um, and it's something that you can incorporate maybe after you brush your teeth every morning, maybe after you make the bed, maybe after you get dressed or shower or wash your face, whatever it is, tack that on to a habit you already have, because it's only going to take you 60 seconds. 
And I have this video where I take you through tapping um, for 60 seconds that is really going to start your day off on the right foot, um, help you feel more confident in yourself. And like I said at the beginning, I think the most, the thing that I have benefited the most from in tapping is just my relationship to myself. And that is what this is designed to do is to help you step into deeper self-love and confidence and appreciation. And so I would say that's a great place to start so that you can start incorporating it into your daily routine. And then of course, um, you can go ahead and a normal tapping session, like a group session. Um, I do some of these in my private Facebook group. Mm -hmm. That is a free group that anyone can join where it's about 20 minutes, 25 minutes where we go through and we'll do several rounds of tapping on a general topic. And I think that's a great way as well, because you can go ahead and use those tappings and you can repeat them. If something really hits you and it really speaks to you or where you're at and you know, I, I need a little more extra work on this, whether it's your money mindset or maybe it's your confidence or you know whatever it would be, you can come back to that same tapping and do it over and over again until you feel like you have moved through what you needed to work through. So it's, yeah, it's not like one session necessarily. It's a, it's a practice of coming back to it time and time again. And and it sounds to me like patience, right. Of like some things might move faster than others, but just having the patience and trusting that, you know, the process it's about the process. I mean, tapping can definitely shift things really quickly. So you can have a tapping session that does really move some of these blocks or fears or worries or things that you've been struggling with out of your way and kind of clear a path and you can see things happen in your life and shift very quickly. Um, but I would say it would be ben more beneficial for someone to work one-on-one with a tapping practitioner so that they can help kind of cater to your specific individual concerns rather than doing some of these more general um, tappings, but there's still, if, if you're brand new to everything and you just want a taste of it, there are definitely plenty of free resources that I offer where you can kind of start and get a taste for, you know, what it is, how it might benefit you, the kind of results that you can see and just, um, understand more of what it is. Mm. I love this. So yeah, I love the, the getting started, like the 60 seconds in the morning. And I would imagine it's, it's probably super powerful to do some mirror work, like looking at yourself in the mirror and saying the affirmations and tapping or something that I've been doing recently that I'm like mind blown over. And I'm really excited to incorporate what you're saying into this is, um, journaling first thing in the morning. So I'm a morning journaler anyway, but what would happen is I would get up and, you know, I would let the dog out and I would, you know, pour myself some hot water and maybe look at my cell phone a little bit here and there, go to the bathroom, brush my teeth. Like, and by the time I would sit down to journal, I've probably been up for maybe 30 or 45 minutes and I would sit down and I would do some journaling, some breath work, some meditation and, and, um, journal on the things that were in my present mind of like my day or my thoughts or whatever. But, Recently, I heard this woman speak and she was, she was talking about, um, the first 20 minutes of the day and how your brain, like the certain, I'm totally butchering this, but the, the common idea was that like your brain waves or wherever, whatever state you're in, when you first wake up in the morning has the greatest influence on your thoughts and beliefs throughout the day, which is why, and same thing before you go to bed, which is why it's so important to not watch TV before you go to bed or like not look at your cell phone first thing in the morning. And so she was saying, um, she shared this, this practice of journaling 
all of your gratitude as for the things that you want, as if they're already here. So this is, you know, a manifestation technique of instead of saying like, I can't wait for, you know, my King to show up. Cause we're both dating. So we can, we can talk about that. Like love of my life, like more so journaling, you know, this morning, my King rolled over and, you know, kissed me on my forehead and he, I had breakfast waiting for me and, you know, and so expressing gratitude, for the thing that's already here. And it's incredible how powerful that practice is because you then read it out loud. And I've been brought to tears so many mornings. I've just been keeping a notebook right next to my bed. And I, before I do anything, I just literally roll over and I start journaling and it's different every single day, whatever my desires are. And the energy that it carries me through the day is so powerful. And I could imagine like, this is why I'm so geeking out on this conversation right now for real. Cause I've been wanting to do tapping for a while. Like I've been like, I remember you talking about it. It's just something that, you know, like when things just keep showing up in your energy field. So I would imagine incorporating that into the practice of manifestation would be mind blowing, right? Because you're tapping on meridians and, and anchoring in the feeling of the thing that you desire even more deeply because manifestation is not uh, calling in what you desire. It's manifesting where you are right now. So if you're in that place of stress and anxiety and like, I don't have any money and my man's never going to show up, you'll stay there. Right. But if you're like, he's already here and it's already done, then you attract it so much faster. So I'm personally excited to use that as like a morning a morning thing. So are there, are there any studies or do you have any thoughts on like time of day? Is it something that like, if you're in the middle of a work meeting and your boss is stressing you out, you can go in the bathroom and like tap a little bit, or is this more of like a morning evening, you know, kind of thing? Oh my goodness. That's the beautiful thing of tapping. And I'm so glad you asked that is that it really can be done from anywhere and we can really teach you a a way to do it very discreetly where you could be even sitting in that corporate meeting and tapping on on your finger points. We teach you to tap on your hand um, where nobody's really ever going to see it. So you could be tapping kind of in front of people, having lunch with your friends if you needed to, or like you said, excusing yourself to the restroom. So there are different varieties of tapping that you can do for different situations. But yeah, it can definitely help you in the heat of the moment. Um, as well as just establishing that routine with it will only benefit you more long-term. But I'm so glad you mentioned all of this because that has such been my priority for this new year is really my word for the year is boundaries. And love that word. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Right. But I'm already getting it handed to me. They're already being tested. It's already showing up. We're like, really, is this what you want to work on this year? Are you sure? Like, Mm. but creating those new routines in your life. I'm also doing like a gratitude journal in the morning when I have my breakfast, like you're saying, um, but doing this tapping, the 60 second thing that I created is actually something that I started doing personally. And it is done in the mirror, like you said, mm-hmm. um, because that takes things to a whole nother level. When you mm-hmm. have to look yourself in the eye and say something out loud, like that you love yourself, um, that can be so powerful right there that it's just, it's so amazing. It it can be life-changing. And that's why I say it can happen. Like this tool, this 60 second change that you make to like your morning routine can totally change your life in 30 days. Mm. Isn't it so interesting that we can literally look someone else in the eye and pour love into them from a place of feeling, um, 
like rooted in that. But if we were to look ourselves in the eye, it feels so much more challenging. Like I know for me, it was like, I was nervous. I was like sweating and I was nervous. Why? It's just me. Like it's me. Right. But like looking the eye gazing thing is it's uh yeah, it's so powerful. So you talked about your word this for this year being boundaries. What has been one of the boundaries that you feel like has been tested time and time again for you that you're like really working on like solidifying? You mentioned briefly that we're both dating, um, and that is absolutely something that I am being tested on, but I love it because it's all part of our growth and growth was actually my word for 2021. And I feel like I got that handed to me in spades where there was just so much growth happening and it was a little bit uncomfortable, but it was so totally worth it. And now I feel like I'm at a place where having new boundaries around what I expect from myself, which is why I'm saying create this morning routine, you know, get into a habit of more self-love because you're not going to be any good in any kind of relationship with another person, whether it's a family member, a friend, a romantic relationship until you establish a good foundation relationship with yourself. Yes. Snaps to that. (laughs) And so just really now that I feel like I have, you know, been working on that, I can then take that into a new relationship. And I kind of have been in starting a new relationship right now in the new year. And it's already like, I can see ways that like, we're having different levels of conversations than I've ever had with a romantic partner. We already had like our first argument and that felt Mm. completely different than an argument I've ever had, like with my ex-husband or someone else that I dated. It's just like having this other person meet you on a whole new level is so amazing because there's just so much room for us to grow where we each grow personally and also grow together. Mm, That's so incredible. So have you noticed in those conversations, how, how are you holding your power differently? Maybe from the past, like what's been the biggest shift that you, that you've seen in yourself in, in those moments of comp, cause everything's great till everything's not great. Right. So like, what does that look like for you? Like, what are, <laughs> what are the biggest ways that you've had to kind of hold your power in conflict? And I love that you said, hold your power. Cause I loved what you did the other day with that, but, um, triggers, there are definitely some triggers that are coming up for me, just things in my past that I've kind of learned to understand about myself. Um, I don't know if you have studied like attachment styles Mm -hmm. at all and just realizing, you know, whether you're kind of like a dismissive type of attachment style, if you're an anxious type of attachment style and just recognizing old patterns Mm -hmm. in these new relationships and then choosing differently, you know, because when we had this conflict, it would have been so easy for me as a dismissive person to just want to like walk away from the relationship entirely because it's new. Um, and I'm not, you know, totally invested yet. And that would kind of have been more of my old style, Mm. but you know, now that I've learned and grown so much, it's like, this is a new opportunity for growth to see like, okay, if I'm not just acting out of, an immediate response of my dismissiveness, how can I show up differently in this relationship in a much healthier way so that we can establish like a real connection? Mm. That's so powerful, right? It's like mind blowing when you start doing this kind of work and you're like, oh, wow. Okay. So this is here. So now what do I get to do with it? (laughs) 
so beautiful because if you've always desired this kind of relationship, especially a romantic relationship where you feel very seen and heard, where you feel understood instead of misunderstood, if you want to feel that type of closeness with somebody in spite of the conflict, because let's be real in any relationship, friends, business partners, family, romantic, there's always going to be some type of conflict at some point. But it's how do we show up in that moment? Who do we want to be in that moment? How can we grow through that moment in a way that we get to feel seen and heard, but also the other person gets to feel seen and heard? Mm. This is so speaking to my soul. So good because dating for me, you know, I've been, I'd say actively dating for the past year. Right. I was, I, after my divorce, I took a full year off and I was like low key anxious about dating because I hadn't had any new men in my energy field. And I felt like, oh, I've worked, I've done so much of the inner work, which I know you did too. Like this is, we've talked about this so much of like, sometimes first you need to kind of create an environment of self-love of self-regulation. And then you need to welcome new people into your life. And wow, like every man that has come in and, you know, most of the dating relationships I've had have been either very short term, like a couple weeks, and it's just a clear no, or they're like three or four months where we're kind of getting into the weeds a little bit. And every single one of them shows me a new layer of myself that I didn't know was there. And I have the opportunity to stand in my power and hold my boundaries and live in a standard of excellence, but man, I can see how helpful having a practice like tapping would be in the regulation process of conflict, right? Because my attachment style is definitely anxious and I am seeing that more and more of like, okay, I'm not getting the attention that I want, or I'm not feeling like the pursuant energy. And so I'll send a text message being like, Hey, you know, like I'm like the worst at that. Like, like it's almost like doing a, what is that? Like a standoff. What did I forget what that's called? But you know, like where you like Mexican standoff or who's going to, who's going to be the first one to go. And I'm like, fuck, it's me. <laughs> so like navigating that, but it's so interesting. You know, we, we, um, I had shared this in a masterclass that you were part of talking about power and talking about, um, a standard of excellence. And I think once you do the work to really love yourself and you start doing the work around manifestation and embodiment and, um, worthiness, you start to set a standard of excellence for yourself. And it starts to become very obvious when your standard of excellence is not being met. And so for me personally, the work is using my voice and holding my power and being in my boundaries that when my standard of excellence is not being met, that I am standing in my power without the story of making excuses for somebody else, if that makes sense, right? And I can see how tapping would help to regulate any of the stories that are coming up of like your you have your expectations are too high or you're not you're not uh, hearing their side of the story or like all of that, right? Yeah. And I heard a quote from a divorce coach that really stuck with me. That was like, nobody gets divorced to settle. And so isn't that powerful? Mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, that's like, okay, but here's the thing. And this is why I think what you said about after your divorce, I definitely took some time, worked on myself, wasn't even interested in dating, maybe had a little man hating phase. That's okay. But it was so important to me to work on my own health and myself first before I tried to put myself back out there. Because I think if we don't learn 
these patterns that we have. And if we don't learn why we were attracting something that we attracted before, we will just end up attracting the same things all over again in a little bit different form where you're going to end up dating the same guy over and over again with just a different name. You're going to have the same relationship, the same arguments, the same issues over and over again until you address what's going on inside of you. And so you might think in your conscious mind, I didn't get divorced to settle. You might think you're choosing differently, but until you address all of these things that you're saying, like the stories that are running through your subconscious, you will still choose what feels familiar. You will still choose the same things over and over again because you haven't resolved the issue that those situations are trying to teach you. Mm. This is so speaking to me right now. Like there was a reason why we're having this podcast episode today, like right now, because this idea of the shift has been coming up a lot for me. I'm getting prepared to um, host a workshop around shifting out of like the story that you're in. And this visual keeps coming forward to me. And I can see again, like all of this integrates, right? It's, it's so powerful, but um, you know, this idea of like, uh, an old movie gets remade and it's a whole new cast of characters and like, you know, fancy, uh, cinematography and effects, but the story is still the same. Like you already know what's going to happen. It just looks, it's just packaged in a much shinier, nice, you know, packaging and, uh, yeah, but it's still the same story. And I feel like that's where a lot of times we get stuck because we're not looking at the programming and we're not looking at the, the energy that's under that's underneath it. And so um, I feel like where people get stuck is they think, but they don't feel. And what I'm hearing you say is a lot of the tapping stuff, because it's a physical thing and you're tapping on meridians that you're bringing in the thinking and the feeling together into one, where you're bringing the head and the heart together. You're bringing the thinking mind and the feeling body into one where most of the work that we see in like the spiritual world, unless you're really diving into somatic therapy is a lot of talking or a lot of feeling, but not really an integration of both. Well, and you bring up a great point because there is information. There are actual studies, scientific studies that have been done that show some benefits to EFT tapping versus just talk therapy. And this is not in any way to bash talk therapy because I did that as well for a year or more after my divorce. And that was an integral part of my healing process. But if you're trying to change certain patterns, if you're trying to do certain things that you feel that you've been stuck in for a while, um, tapping has actually been scientifically shown to have longer lasting results than talk therapy alone. And also it helps um, repattern your brain waves, like repattern the neurons in your brain so that you can form new long lasting habits. Whereas they, they actually did like brain scans and stuff of people who went through these trial periods of using just talk therapy or using tapping, you know, to help them do whatever they, whatever change they were trying to make. And they found like after a year, after like two years, you could see the difference in people's brains, how they had responded to those therapies and that EFT tapping is much more longer lasting and so that's just crazy. Like you're saying when you're adding in because EFT tapping is still somewhat a little bit of talk therapy. You're still speaking words aloud and you're still saying things, um, but you're just tapping into the energy of the body and tapping into that subconscious brain that really we don't give enough credit to because it's running everything. Right. <laughs> it's really the key to everything. Mm. 
This is so much fun. I love this. Okay. So for those that want more information on the programs that you have coming out, maybe working um, with you, whether it's in a, a group setting or one-to-one and the free resources that you talked about, all that, how do they get in, in touch with you? What's the best way? Um, I think the most fun way for people to come hang out with me is in my free Facebook group, which is called Love Taps. And so love that. It's just a warm, inviting space. It's honestly an awesome community for people to come and just, there's plenty of videos in there that you can already watch. When you join, um, you can find a topic that resonates with you, but I do continue to go live in there consistently. So you can also come and hang out with me live um, and be in my energy. And I also do have, if you're interested in the 60 second morning tapping affirmations, you can incorporate that into your morning routine. Um, and see what kind of shifts you have, what kind of amazing things happen to you over the next 30 days. You can join my email newsletter list. And those, both of those ways will be a great way to keep in touch for any of the upcoming programs that I have. Mm. We'll make sure to link all of that in the show notes. I love that. Okay. So as you look forward into 2022, and you're thinking about, you know, this new business venture and all the amazing things that are going on in your life right now. Like, what is the, what is the one thing? Like, I know you said your word was boundaries, but what is like the one thing that you just desire on your heart more than anything that you want to call in? It's so funny because you just mentioned, so in 2022, my favorite number is two. And I feel like what's better than two twos. Um, so I chose two words for this new year. And my second word is actually love. And I feel like that is really where this year is headed. And that's really where the boundaries are taking me is greater self-love, greater love in all of my relationships, greater romantic love, greater capacity to love. And so that's really why my um, tapping business is called Love Taps, because it really is about tapping into the love that you have for yourself and for others and inside of you. Mm. And I have to say like, you know, we've known each other for a little over a year now. And, you know, I remember when you came into Excel, the group, the group space, like you were walking through it, like you were in, in, in it, in it, in it. And, you know, it's so crazy to think that that was just a, a little over a year ago, like a year ago. Right. And yeah where you are now. Like, I, I feel like sometimes when we are in the depths of the dark night of the soul of going through the thing, it feels like what's on the other side is so far away, but so much can change in a year, right? So you're doing, you're dating now, you have this beautiful home, you have this brand new business, you do ballroom dancing. Can we talk about that for a second? Like I love seeing your videos. So what was, what was the, um, like the catalyst for that? What made you decide to, to go into ballroom dancing? Oh girl, ballroom dancing goes way back for me. I started in high school. I did it in college. I've been at the studio I've been at now for the last 14 years. I actually met my ex-husband through ballroom dancing and we danced together for 12 years. And then the guy that I am currently dating, I actually met at ballroom dancing. So, um, it's apparently just in my blood, like ballroom dancing is just a part of who I am. And it's just fun. Like I would encourage anybody if you're dating or if you're trying to make new friends or whatever, like find something that you love to do and go do it and you will meet other like-minded people. I love that. I love it. So what would you say 
you know, for the woman that maybe is in that place where you were a year ago, like feeling like, how did I get here? You know, like, this is not what I thought life was going to be. Maybe they're walking through a major, like, um, valley, dark night of the soul. Life does not look at all how they thought. You know, I, I think a lot of women get to a certain age and they're like, I thought I would be married and have kids by now and have my dream job. And they kind of feel like this is not the, the, not the path that they were going on. What would you say to that woman? Oh my goodness. I can so resonate because you are so right. I, like a year ago, I was definitely in a rough place of being exhausted um, I just having gone through everything. And I will say my divorce from finish to end only took six months for me building this house. It was a year, January of 2020. I wasn't even thinking about building a house January of 2021. I'm living in the house that I built. So I just want to remind everybody that no matter where you're at right now, things can happen really quickly. Things can shift really quickly. And when you decide to go after what you really want to see happen, um, things start falling into place for you. And it really, you can make whatever you want to have happen. You can make your dreams happen much more quickly. And it's not that it's going to be all rainbows and easy. It will challenge you. It will encourage you to grow in new ways and become a better version of yourself. And if you keep showing up for that and keep showing up for yourself, you will ultimately get where you want to go. Mm. Amen. I mean, mic drop. Yes. <laughs> so true. <laughs> it's so true. So stay the course, right? And and lean in and trust and honor yourself, love yourself and use the tools, right? Use the tools of self-love and and tapping and and all the things. So I love this conversation. Okay, last question and I I'm just yeah, you can go in whatever direction as long as you want, but what are you celebrating right now? Oh my goodness, that is a fully loaded question right there because I do feel like there's so many things to celebrate at this point. And a year ago, I don't know if I would have said that because I was in a much different place of just feeling so overwhelmed and so stuck and so scared um, of just not under not knowing what was going to happen next. But just celebrating myself for the person I've become, I always have this thing that I say where um, my future self always thanks my past self. Mm. I am always so grateful for everything that I have done because it has always been setting myself up for my success and for where I want to go. So girl, I think if we're going to celebrate anything today, it is going to be myself and how much I have grown because that's the only thing that is getting me to the place that I want to be in my romantic relationships and making new friends and being able to run a successful business mm -hmm. so that I can furnish this home and live in this home and live the lifestyle where I get to go ballroom dancing or I get to travel or do whatever I want to do. Like if I don't keep growing and keep showing up as the best version of myself and keep being the woman that my future self is going to thank me for, like, that's just the best thing I can do for myself every day, all day. Mm. That is so incredibly powerful. Like, and it's obviously it's apparent, but it all comes down to that self-love. Like what you said, it's, it's just the whole theme of the entire conversation is like where I get to meet myself with love. And as a result, everything in my life shifts. So 
I am sending you so much love and so happy for you and so inspired by everything you continue to create. I can't wait to see the programs and the offerings that come out with tapping. I'm going to get the 60 minute, the 60 uh, second tapping thing. I'm going to start doing that in the morning. I'm so excited for that. So thank you for for sharing that resource. And if you guys love this episode, please share it. Tag Amanda, tag myself. Let us know what your biggest takeaway was. And I'm just, thank you. Thank you so much for being here with me today and sharing your light and your magic. This was the best combo ever. I feel like we could keep going for hours. <laughs> it's way too much fun. Maybe we'll have to do it again sometime. <laughs> yes. Maybe I'll do, I'll do uh, 90 days of tapping and we can do like a part two or something like that. That would be super fun. For sure. All right, guys, sending you all so much love. Thanks for tuning in until the next episode. Live your boldly courageous life. Bye guys. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be so incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.